0: happy ashes week jamie happy 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 Happy. is it as happy as we would have been normally not sure um (laughs) i've got my little intro just to like get you get you back into the world of cricket um i mean i think you've been a bit more involved this time than previous times would that be fair to say i've watched some stuff no it's good I absolutely <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, so for anyone who hasn't been, um, cricket has been happening again. Um, some has been dramatic, would you say? Some forgettable?
1: Um, I think even the dramatic <laughs> mm. has been a
0: bit. Uh... I agree. Um, <laughs> there's been some for the Whippets, a little net session. That went cute. That went nicely. Wicket Whippets, if you want to join, let us know. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, Australia won the World Test Championship. In case you noticed, does that mean they're, a be- they're the best? Are they the best? I don't know. Um, there were a lot of fines galore for over eight, um, and a couple of questions about some catches, a few catches. Some were good. Some were. Oh. Did he catch that? Don't know. Um, Ashes this week, as we said, Happy Ashes Week. Um, Edgerton is ready for the vibes. Um, they've changed their Twitter handle. Uh, to the fortress again in brackets except for 2019 which I appreciate <laughs> Um, but a uh, big talking point is that uh, mowing Vibes are back um, since Jack Leach has gone um, I've put Moen Vibes question mark and don't know slash hmm um, I'm sure we'll discuss uh, England Women also announced their squad yesterday for their Ashes test couple of debuts going on there but not much spin um, all of this, uh, probably not much else, as this is my lunch break today, but welcome back to Jamie and welcome back to Just Not Crick Pod. Are you, are you buzzing on this week of weeks of cricket test champs and ashes? You know what? Yeah.
1: After the very uneventful weekend where nothing unprecedented or precedented or <laughs> of any note happened.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, things Things that didn't happen... Won't happen, and uh, you know disregard happening. I'd say that's a, a three, a a, a, num- a three number of things not mm. happening. Yeah. Um, Describe all you might say of things not happening.
1: Yeah, I think prior to the <laughs> test championship final and prior to the Mo news, I was much more buzzing.
0: Yes. Okay. Now <laughs> I'm.
1: It feels like we're back in the good old days where <laughs> things were bleak and. Depressing.
0: Happy Ashes week. Um, Would you like to start with Ashes chat? Or would you like to get World Test Championship chat out of the way?
1: We will start with the Test Championship and that sort of bleeds into the Ashes. Yeah. Those teams are in the Ashes, I think.
0: That's true. And then it leads into the Ashes and that leads into the first day. Isn't that nice? So uh, World Test Championship, uh, Australia won back by 209 runs. Uh, Old news now. Um, but yeah, uh, Australia got 469 their first innings, India 296, uh, Australia then 270 for 8 declared, and then India 234 all out after a kind of a capitulation last day where I think they lost 7 for 70 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Head and Steve Smith got hundreds, uh, Boland got wickets galore, uh, Lion Forfer. Um I've then put brackets, Ashes Scary... <laughs> um Rohane got some runs after returning to the team for a little while out um but otherwise India were just poor in my opinion they didn't play Ashwin who's currently ranked the number one bowler in the world Um, I think it was Sunil Gavaskar who said um that you know if it's the other way around you would not play your number one batter but even though Ashwin's your number one bowler you're not playing him for a balance of the side that you know, it didn't really look like it made much sense even for English conditions. I still think India are stronger with two spinners regardless where they play. I think Ashwin plays in any, every other team but odds odd to me. Um There were a lot of fines but if we we'll talk about the actual cricket first before we talk about the other external bits. <laughs> what is your overall opinion? This is the second World Test Championship final. India have lost them both so no doubt the next one will definitely not be played in England. Um... <laughs> What were your overall opinions of this final? Did the better team win?
1: I mean, the better team definitely won,
0: but I thought yeah. India
1: was just a weird performance. It was weird from the selection. Room. Like you said, Ashwin not playing. Like Even if he comes in for Yadav or Tekor, then it's still a similar bowling attack to what Australia would have had, three mainline seamers and a spinner. But then India would have the advantage having Rashwin and Jadeja And then, like, I don't think any of India's top four batsmen got a 50. I think Kohli got 49, and that's the yeah. any of them got. They were just a bit crap, which is weird, because they're stacked. Like, these aren't bad players. They just didn't show up at
0: all. Do you reckon, I put in my notes here, I've got three things. One, they were just poor, had a bad test. Uh, but then I was support, like, complacent, question mark. CBA post IPL question mark. IPL is obviously going off for two months, only finished a few weeks ago, and then suddenly they're in a big final. Um, I know rowett has been saying, Oh, it should be shouldn't just be in June, shouldn't just be one game, all this, etc. Pat Cummins has said, Well, most other finals are one game, deal with it. So it's like I, I kind of side more with Pat Cummins and I feel like, like you say, India are stacked. They obviously didn't have um pant in this game. Um, obviously he's still out injured I do think he probably would make quite a difference um, but still with that kind of top five of you know Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill Pajara who's been playing county cricket and scoring runs for fun Kohli, Rahane, they should be still competing with Australia's top five and probably be better than Australia's top five in my honest opinion but don't know, do you reckon complacency just poor, CBA I mean, maybe fatigue from yeah. the
1: amount of cricket they're playing. It's a, that's a weird thing about being one game. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. not as if you've played one game to qualify Fine. for the final. Just think of it as a one off test match, which yeah. it was and you didn't up. It yeah. It's just making it excuses. Yeah. Uh I don't know. They just <laughs> honestly it's just a weird situation around India every time we seem to pop up like I swear Coley was meant to be back as well, but he was just fine.
0: Yeah, it was built up to be that kind of big Coley day five, he's gonna do something gigantuous here and
1: nah. Yeah. I I really like Shuman Gill. I think he's a yeah great player. Classic. I can't, you can't really put any much blame on him. Because he's still young no. looking into it. I'm not convinced as by Rohit as a captain. No, i not. Especially after those remarks. It's just. Yeah, I, mean, I can't see who else would be a captain in this side. Maybe a Jadeja, maybe, ironically, fucking Ashwin.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, they've gone through a lot of captains recently for injuries and stuff. So I think like the test they paid us last year, Bumrah was captain, obviously Boomer was injured as well. Um, I think K.R. Rahul was captain for a time. He's not in the team either. You obviously don't go back to Kohli, I guess. Um, Rahane's only just come back in the team as well. So it's a bit of an awkward situation where it kind of feels like it is just... It is just it at the moment just by proxy. But yeah, it's it's an awkward, weird one. Um, Because they've also lost a lot of their knockout tournament games of recent times. Um, Obviously lost the final here. Got pumped by England in the semi-final of the T20 World Cup by ten wickets. Um, I'm pretty sure it didn't even qualify for the qualifiers in the T20 World Cup the year before. I think they lost Pakistan that first game. Um, they've always been in the knockout stages, but when the kind of the crux has come over the last kind of ten years, they've just not since they won the championship. But uh, what is it? What is it? The the other 50 of competitions top the World Cup Champions Trophy. Since they won that in like 2013, they've, you know, struggled in big tournaments to get over the line. Don't know. Maybe it is a complacency thing. Maybe it is fatigue. I don't know. It just felt it was a very odd stat- like scattergun performance. It just felt like bits and pieces. We don't know what we're really... We're kind of just going with a formula and hoping this formula works. Um, But saying that, I guess... Credit has to go to Australia, even though I don't think they played particularly well. <laughs> they dropped a lot of catches, um, but they also took some great catches. Um, their first order of batting was probably um, what's the word? Uh it kind of was um overlooked by the fact that a lot of everyone else didn't do much. Eden Smith did a lot. But then the rest of the order, other than kind of a gritty, like, 40-odd from Warner, there wasn't a lot going on. But obviously, he had have so had that massive mammoth partnership that took India out of the game. Um, but, I mean, bowling is pretty good. Pat Cummings looked a little bit off. A um, bit rusty. He's not really played cricket in about four or five months. Um, might be less than that, actually, because he had to go home for the India tour um, with, his, um, with his mother. Um, but, yeah, I... They they were good, <laughs> begrudgingly. Um what were your opinions of Australia? Are we gonna give them some credit?
1: I think we have to give them some credit. I think Alex Carey as well, middle order, yeah. he got like forty odd first innings and like sixty in the second.
0: Yeah, yeah Carey did pretty yeah. well.
1: Like we might be going into the Ashes talk a bit too soon, but I think their batting lineup is very similar to England's in that they've got a very susceptible top two, maybe yeah. top three, very strong middle order, and then the bottle of the just there in the belt. Yeah. Like, if you can get into that, if you can get the openers early, that's mm-hmm. fine, because they've still got strength in the middle order. Like, Smith yeah. showed that. Not so much in the second innings, which was a bit more bitty. Yeah, Kerry scored, top scored with 66. But at that point, yeah. they didn't need to have that big partnership because they got that in the first innings. And... Yeah, yeah. So, like It'd... maybe having uh, an off-spinner that is <laughs> number one in the world against a left <laughs> in the middle <laughs> order would have been quite useful.
0: Yeah, so for, for Travis, hundred percent for Travis because he he struggles a little bit. You say he struggles against pace, but you got one hundred and fifty plus. Um, but you saw the way he played to Jager in the second innings; that he was a bit more susceptible to spin. So you feel like if Ashwin had been there from the start, don't know. Also, kind of bad toss to win and then bowl, which is a, obviously a bad decision. It's just yeah, they they did well. GGs. I think the standout, obviously, runs galore for Head and Smith and Co. and everyone. But the, to me, the standout was probably um, uh, Scott Boland um, got his first wickets overseas. I think it was. Was it eight in the match or something like that? Or six or something like that? Um, But he's this is, again, sort of ashes chat vaguely as it's bleeding into. But he is, for me, undroppable from this team, especially against England and how many demons there will be from the last tour versus Scott Bowen, this guy no one heard about before he played that first game. Um, I just think it's too much of a risk to say, let's play Hazelwood, who's hardly played any cricket over the last year. Over a guy who's just performing, test in, test out, consistent, just always on the good line and length. Um, I think he had a very terrific game. I think he definitely turned the tide a lot of the times as well. Um, yeah, I'd I'd go Scotty Boland as my player of the match. Not that it means anything, but that's my player of the match.
1: Yeah, no, he, like he's a he complements the bowling lineup really well. I think. You'll get that sort of rotation with Hazelwood Stark, and potentially Cummins, yeah, throughout the Ashes series. Yeah. That it didn't quite work out last time Australia did that, but having Boland in that attack with Lyon, yeah, you've got those two like mainstays in the team, yeah, and that's probably Cummins for the majority, yeah. That just helps the stability of the side, and honestly, I'm kind
0: of worried. <laughs> I, I, yeah I think both bowling attacks for Ashes again is reading into going too much but I think they're quite similar like you can kind of chop and change but you know that each bowler that comes in is going to do a job um, I think they'll probably want to play Stark in at Edgbaston um, just for Lion and rough and stuff because it does spin a bit more there and Lion had a great game at Edgbaston last time so if you make his job a bit easier does that help Mo as well don't know um, but I reckon they'll probably go Boland I, th- I think it will be the same bowling attack personally. Yeah. I don't think they'll, Hazelwood will be fit and ready, but I think he's probably more likely to play at Lords. Um, kind of like a Wokes esque bowler come in. Um, you want to rush him back and then get injured and then lose another bowler later in the series. But then this is Ash's chat. Some last <laughs> Championship stuff to go over. Um, the main thing I think is the catch just straight away. Get that out of the way. Sure. Out or not out. I
1: with any catch that kind of looks grounded, but his finger might be under the ball. Mm. You can fucking tell. Well, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm somewhat confused with when it's grounded. Anyway, like, if you've got, mm. like, I've got a ball. If you've got. Couple, oh, there is. <laughs> yeah. See, and it's sort of, you catch it like that. Yeah. Your fingers under it, but the ball's also grounded. Like, what? Yeah. Is, yeah. What's the precedent for that, like, I don't know. Just call it as the umpire on the field and stick with it, because you're not going to get a definitive.
0: No, no, the technology is not good I... enough or clear enough to show comprehensively what's what's happened. Like, that's that's that. Unless it's for me, unless it's clearly had one of those where it bounces and then goes up. And I think when you've got it in your hand and it's kind of just gone through there and it's it's in your hand, I would say that's that's out. You've got it in your hand. You've caught it. If it's one of those where it's gone, bounce up. And it kind of looks like it kind of goes up. I think that's more likely to be given not out. I think if you've got your hands under it and you're in control of it, that's that's you're you're looking like you know centimeters of like ball touching the ground and stuff like that. It's impossible to call. So yeah, take the you know word of the fielder or the on-field umpire call. I just don't think you can rely on the technology to have a conclusive um, result and. There, there wasn't a conclusive answer. That is the empire's interpretation. It was given, given out, which I can. I, but I also, if it had been given not out, I also would have been like fair enough.
1: Yeah, like you have to just accept whatever the decision is, right? Because the more you look at it, the more sort of like the more you think about whether it is or not, like yeah, the more unclear it becomes.
0: Yeah. Too unclear. It's impo- impossible to say. So I don't think it's worth anyone getting rolled up. Obviously, India were quite rolled up by it, including uh, Shubman Gill. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, so he decided to post a little, little Instagram or a little tweet. Um, I think retweeting or a picture or whatever of Green taking a catch, zoomed in where with the zoom frames, it looks like the ball is on the ground. Maybe it was on the ground. Who's ever to say? We'll never know. India lost the game. Um, and then he did a couple of emojis, a few kind of like uh, magnifying glasses, magnifying glasses, and um, a shrug emoji, um, which, you know, didn't go down well. With the ICC uh, got a cheeky little fine um, to go with all the other fines that have come from this game um, because the overrate was abysmal. <laughs> um, day one, they bowled 85 overs out of a possible 90. And that's kind of normal-ish. I guess you'd accept that. Um, you know, a couple of blows to the body or whatever, or drinks break, or, you know, just someone some behind the side screen, you lose a bit of time. They never make up overs on day one as well, which I don't understand, and it always really annoys yeah. me. But,
1: yeah. I mean, they've got a day six as well, so if they really wanted to make up overs...
0: Yeah, do another day. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um <laughs> get everyone to buy more tickets ICC would actually love that um but then we get on to day two and day three day two they bowled 74 overs and day three they bowled 75 out of 90 That to me, like I've seen some comments say ah oh, but it doesn't matter as long as the cricket quality is good I'm like no I don't cricket quality can be that could be the best day's of cricket you've ever seen But at the end of the day, this is about the... I mean, it should be about the fans. It never is. It's about the people who've paid for a full day's cricket. They've paid for 90 overs. You're giving them 74. Like, you're not going to pay for, like, 80 minutes of football. Like, you're paying for a whole day of cricket. 90 overs. That's what's advertised. 90 overs is going to be bold today. 90 overs, you have 74. Okay, you bowled 74. I'll take a little refund then. Cheers. Like, it's not... It's not right. So... It doesn't help the fans, but um, India got fined 100% of their match fee um, for all players. Uh, Australia got um, 80% of their match fee um, fined for all of their players. Uh, Shubman Gill <laughs> um, has been fined 115% of his match fee, so 100% and then 15% of um, the the discrepancy he had with the old catch being taken um, so that means, in very kind of village cricket words, uh, he had to pay to play. <laughs> he paid for the experience oh. of that test match by paying 15% of the match fee back to the ICC, which I guess is fair. <laughs> a bit more than like three quid, though, isn't it? A bit, little bit, yeah. I, I don't know what 100% match fee is for test crickets. I imagine it's quite a lot, so that's probably a fair bit. But, you know... I think he does alright, so I think that's probably back pocket change Should have been caught then, should have played better shot Yeah, exactly. Well yeah, don't edge it, it won't have a problem Yeah uh, But they wouldn't have won the game anyway, they would have whatever too much to win, 440 or something but yeah, uh, Australia better team, that's kind of about it um, The only other note I've got is minus Sleepy
1: Yes, Warner sleeps Warner, <laughs> no, Warner Bats I sleep Yeah Want it out <laughs> real shit
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we've not peaked with meme of the cricket season already, but I feel like it's going to be quite hard to top. Um, just to kind of steal by steal frame and sleep, and then like, oh, it's good, it's good, it's good meme, it's good meme. <laughs> um, and it would be Marlas as well, who I think had an okay game, um, that hasn't set the world light in this test and probably yeah. will against England. Um, any other thoughts about this final? anything about overrates anything about Australia I've actually got some questions if you've not got anything I mean
1: I my, I quite like Shubham Gill airing his displeasure Yeah, the catch I think sportsmen and athletes in general should do that more rather than just being a bit PR friendly yeah if you're pissed off show that you're pissed off because <laughs> that endears yourself to the fans mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. even if you come off as a bit of a salty twat for yeah. I don't know. It's quite nice. I'm all for that. I, I'm glad he got Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I always it it adds a bit of spice, doesn't it, whenever someone comes out and actually says what they think. Um which is something I quite like with the England team, that a lot of their press conferences now are very blunt. Mm-hmm. There's no kind of like rubbish PR talk, it is just saying what they're feeling and stuff like that. Um so yeah, I've got a couple of questions. I'll put them to you. About this World Chess Championship final, you know our engagement is rocketing. Um, two two questions. Um, okay. First one: um, How different would the final have been with Rishabh Pant? Um, would it have been a more close day five? Uh, would already been the game changer between the two teams? And um, obviously Pant is out for a fair old while of that kind of horrific car accident. Um, do you think Pant would have made a difference in this game? Well, yeah, clearly, like, having your
1: main wicketkeeper play full stop would have been mm. quite nice. But I think India in their first things were sort of building up to have their sort of middle-over splurge of runs. Yeah. It's quite nice when you've got Pants to come in to add to that as well. Was it Rahani got 80?
0: Yeah, like, 80 or didn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah, like Jadeja was looking really good at that spell. If you've got like pants coming in. Well, when one of those get out, like yeah. it makes it a more interesting match. I'm not sure with how well the rest of the Indian team played if it makes a complete difference. I think Australia is mm. still edge it. Yeah,
0: I think it's closer. Yeah, I think it is. I think he, he he definitely takes the game more to Australia, and you see that when he's played against England, England, and in Australia. I think he's kind of tailor-made for those situations with backs against the wall when he can just counter-attack. And I think even if India had got the deficit down to about 100 um, in that first innings, which I think Pant would be very capable of doing, then you're probably looking at a very different game of momentum. It's, it's similar-ish to the game England played India last year at Edgbaston, where I think England were in a very similar situation, then Bairstow came in and then blitzed 100, and then suddenly India didn't have as much of a lead as they initially thought they would. Um obviously that was when Cody decided to rile up best which you know is, is probably not a wise decision. Um so I think so I think he is kind of tailor made for that match situation and Barat is not the player that Pant is, but um that's just situation enduring with a fair few injuries. Yeah, but he wasn't playing, so like Yeah. Yeah. Gotta play with the players if you are. Exactly. Yeah. And if you've not got a, a better substitute keeper to come in, then that's you know that's what I would yeah.
1: Maybe they should have called MS Dhoni Al for retirement.
0: I mean, he had done a job. He had done vibes. Or <laughs> well, they should have just played Keo Rahul as um, the keeper. And, you know, I think, he, I know he's fairly, a little bit out of form, but he'd probably do as well as Barrett did. But, you know, never mind.
1: I mean, Dinesh Kartik was there commentating, wasn't he? <laughs> I'm hard to take
0: Kartik. I mean, he's still decent. Yeah, get him in, get him in. Um, <laughs> and He's got a very cool batting helmet as well. I love it. Um, right. Last question, which actually leads nicely into our next segment. Um, has the final between Australia and India changed how fans foresee the Ashes? Yes. Jamie, does it change it? Okay. Yeah. Does this one-off game that has no kind of warm-up or just warm-up vibe does it change change how you feel? Change how you feel?
1: Well, the England warmed up with this pointless.
0: Oh, we haven't spoken a... about the Island game.
1: What what's <laughs> there to talk about? It was a, it was a. Day Everyone got and runs, runs balls, and wickets were taken. But it was three days. We predicted three days. It was three days. England warm up for the Ashes in that ex- poor excuse of a <laughs> test match, which was four days max, which ended it after three days. Yeah. While well, Australia warm up by winning the World Test Championship. Yeah. Against a legitimate <laughs> test I've like, no, got five. Yeah, but <laughs> Like no disrespect to Ireland, but no. like even the captain was like we've we've got more important matches. Well we discussed
0: that, didn't we? Uh, you know, yeah, like, it, it, yeah, yeah. If it, Australia it,
1: it, had it... lost, then maybe it would have been a bit more even. But I think playing a final <laughs> is a better warm up for a series than playing a glorified friendly.
0: No, I'd agree. I mean, if England had played two test matches against Ireland and there had been five-day five, ga- five day games um, and it gives... Because you saw Ireland were absolutely the better... Well, were a better side in the second innings. Mm-hmm. They batted longer. Um, they had, had good application. Um, and you know, if it had been a, a, a two-game series, then they could have taken that form into the second game. We'd probably have a better contest. I think their bowling was the issue. They had real lack of bowling. So England weren't really tested. Like, you know, the highlights where you see lots of full tosses and it's like this is test cricket and this is the highest level and that's kind of looks a bit vintage and it's no disrespect credit to ireland because they don't play red ball cricket in ireland at the moment since covid um so you don't the only time they were playing first class cricket was when they were playing test cricket which is ridiculous um so it's yeah i mean i agree um Whether it changes my feeling about how the Ashes will go, I'm not sure. Um, I think it's good. Australia will feel better having a run out and against a decent team, but I think if India had given them a bit more of a contest, I think they would have probably preferred that. Um, I don't think there was other than a couple of partnerships, Rahani and things. I don't really think there was a session that India won. Um, But I mean, maybe maybe Australia wanted a game where they could just easily sweep and they foresee a similar thing against England, but I don't know whether they would have wanted a fiercer contest Um, but don't know. I'm sure they would have, but
1: regardless, they've got momentum, they've got confidence. Good vibes. Now, yeah. And they won a game in England prior to. Yeah. Which
0: is, which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's vibes all around. So speaking of vibes, (laughs) sorry, jump into the Ashes. Um, Okay. (laughs) okay. What well, I'm gonna do first, um we are gonna quickly they were announced yesterday before we jump into the whole big old discussion of vibes for the men's ashes. Um I'm gonna quickly talk about the women's squad that was announced yesterday. Um, and then we'll finish the app with the big old Ashes discussion for the one that starts this week. So um women's match squad was announced yesterday. Um their test match at Trent Bridge which is good because this is a five day test match as opposed to the four day test they had been playing previously so kind of similar to how England played Ireland in the men's, four days is pointless give them five days because every women's test match that's happened pretty much as long as I can remember has always ended in a draw and it's always just been ridiculous you probably have a good result but it's just draw because there's not enough time great, um, also very good that it's at Trent Bridge um and it's pretty much sold out as far as i'm aware nice. which is really good really fantastic women's game um and just good that they are at a you know high quality big not high quality probably the wrong word but a established test match ground like trent bridge and that's you know a great atmosphere it's middle of the country as well which is good for people to go and see it it's not you're you're not putting people by having to go to lord's or the Oval or something it's a trent bridge It's that is a good vibes ground um, and it's been selling really well. So it's going to be very good to see. Um, mostly a settled squad. Um, they've got uh, maiden call ups for Lauren Filler and Danny Gibson. Um, not sure if he will play, but they are both kind of vibey players. And John Lewis has reached, recently taken over as head coach of the women's team and was re- previously in the men's setup, previously working with McCullum. So it does feel as though that kind of same philosophy is going to be transferred to the test game uh, for the women, which is very good to see. Uh, Danny Wyatt, for example, is being called up for the first time. She's been a prolific white ball player for England, um, but hasn't played test cricket before. Um, doesn't have a particularly great red ball record, um, but vibes is the go-to word with an England setup. Um so she's been called up. They've only gone with one spinner with Sophie Yackleston who is the number one test spinner in the world, which is good to add. Um but spin is a lot more prominent in the women's game. So there is a bit of eh, maybe they could have had a second spinner, maybe a Sarah Glenn, but I think Sophie Eckleston's good enough for that. But it's a fairly settled squad. Um I, it's a multi format series which I kind of like so every, every game matters. The test match, the 2020s, the 50 overs, they all go towards as a mini kind of competition and whoever wins the most points out of it wins. So if you win a test match, you win four points. And I think it's two points for a 2020 and an ODI. Um, so every game matters, which gives context to, you know, what you'd normally think about a pointless bilateral T20 series when it all goes together as one. It makes more sense. Um, but yeah. Uh vibes. I am concerned that you know, it is against Australia, who are probably one of the best sporting outfits in uh, any sport, really. Um, they win everything. Um, they mm-hmm. are going to be captained by uh, Lisa Haley rather than Meg Landing. Meg Lanning is out of an injury, so that might be a small advantage, but they are just stacked. <laughs> they are just good. Um, any conditions. A five-day game, you know, is good for them as well, but it gives them more chance, just score, you know, a thousand. Um, but we will see how it goes. I'm I'm looking forward to a five day game because I've always just been very disappointed with four day test matches. So a five day test for a women's game is is good vibes. Do you share the good vibes in that, Jamie? Yeah, the squad picks
1: seem very the I mean, yeah. if England are gonna pick up a win, I think the test matches are the best bet. Yeah, I agree. Like just chance of random shit happening. Yeah. Whereas we've seen Australia just completely dominate white ball. Yeah. Yep. Forever. <laughs> but, and like if we do get a win in the test matches and having those bigger points is makes a huge to, difference. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a fun idea having that sort of multi format series as well. Like I wish that would come over to the men's game as well, just for a
0: bit of bounce, really. And context. Like yeah. what's the what's the point of a free match T twenty series if it doesn't really get go- Go towards anything if it all goes towards a, a format tour. So, you know, in the women's game and the men's game. But if you take the men's game, for example, if you had the island test, sure, it's only one test. But if you had like two ODIs and T20 alongside of it and you made it a small little multi format series like the women's do, okay. then that adds more context to everything. And yeah. suddenly it doesn't just feel like a stuck on game, which it obviously is. But, um, but no, good vibes, looking forward to it. Um, and that's on the twenty second of June, so a week after the first men's ashes test um and I am pretty sure we're gonna cover each of the test matches this summer, so yay, so get hyped um but yeah, good vibes, good vibes um speaking of good vibes again <laughs> oh, God. we'll jump into the ashes for for the for the boys let's jump into it, yay. The Ashes, the men's ashes begins this Friday at Edgbaston. the Fortress. excluding 2019. Um big vibes. Obviously, I think I would say if you said back in some time I have a little beep outside, it's not very nice talking about the ashes. Oh. Um we, um I'd say if you look back to maybe the Pakistan tour, I think then you'd probably say England firm favourites. I think a lot of things have happened since uh Stokes getting a cheeky injury um injury clouds over slightly of kind of anson robinson the best folks debate um zach crawley um a few more question marks have begun to arise um a new question mark has arisen itself over the last week uh jack leach has been ruled out for the whole summer um which is a massive blow for him uh with a lower back injury um Kind of the guy he doesn't really catch a break. He had a nice long run in his side, which felt like a long time coming um from last June till now, but um picked up during the island test match, um, which means he is out, which means that uh, England were without a spinner. Um so they need a new one or an old one. Um I'm gonna relay to you how the conversation went down. Um the spinner in question had a press conference today. Um, and he gave information about how um, his recall uh, came about. Um, Stokesy messaged me with a question mark. Ashes. I hadn't heard of leechy news at the time, so I just said, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, oh. Maureen Ali is back after a two-year absence from Test cricket with no first-class cricket. He retired from the form of the game. Um was mean Laring about going to Pakistan towards Sainab not to go? Um, come with the hour, come with the mo. Mo is back. How are you feeling, Jamie?
1: I think it's a stupid decision. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please carry on.
1: When your mainline spinner that we've questioned his place in the team for a while now, he's not, we think he's there should be someone to come in to replace him eventually. I think Rehan yeah. Ahmed will be that player eventually. Yeah. But without Leach, it's only natural to like look into the pool of spinners that you do have. You should only go and seek out a retired player when you have literally no other option. It shouldn't just be a spur-of-the-moment, jokey message. Do you want to play in the Ashes, mate? Like, what sort of message does this send to county finish? You might as well not bother, like, just following Billings and uh, Livingston's footsteps. They could see they weren't ever going to get into this England team, so they'll just go franchising. What does this, like, tell Will Jack or Liam Dawson, there's just no chance of you getting in this team? Like, I can understand them not wanting Rhea and Ahmed in to get smashed around. But then there's the argument that Mo fits this basketball vibe well. Does Rihan not fit that same vibe well? Would it not be better to integrate Rihan now, <laughs> r- regardless of whether his confidence... I, I, it feels a very old England matesy decision when this basketball era has been very front foot, looking to the future. It just feels like a step back.
0: So... Um <laughs> I think there are many mitigating circumstances for this. First, like you say, the talent pool of spin ain't good. Um Parkinson isn't even first choice of Lancashire at the moment. He was subcon um substitute for Leach when he went injured last year. Um ain't in the frame now. Um Don Bess. Nah. Um seeing a lot of chat about Liam Dawson. I think Liam Dawson would have been more kind of old school England. Let's just go someone safe. Not going to set the world alight, but might hold down an end. Um, I don't think he's test level Um, as much as Hampshire seem to believe on their social media account. I think he's probably good white ball player, but test matches, I think he's already been found out from the games he has played. He's not going to set the world alight. He's not really going to do much from what this team wants. Will Jacks Good, but I don't really see a difference between Will Jackson and a Mo, but I guess you could then say, we will just play will jacks, but he's not he's only had a couple of games in Pakistan. He's not done great stuff of the ball this year either, all averaging over forty in Red Bull cricket it does then it makes that awkward question being what's the point when you then go to someone who's not playing the form um I think it's more due to the fact that Stokes is not fit <laughs> um. And as much as he says he's going to bowl and have a full roll with the ball, I very much doubt that. I think if Stokes was 100% fit and was absolutely going to bowl a full roll in every game, I think Rayan still would have played because then you've got the option with a leg spinner. If he gets hit about a bit, it's fine. You can rotate back to Stokes or a different bowler. I think when you're effectively already down to four bowlers before the test series begins... I think they were just, let's go someone experience. And then if Stokes you know, gets fully injured and is out of a game, Mo then slots into the all-rounder slot and then you bring in another pace bowler. I think that's the way they're looking. I don't necessarily agree. <laughs> um, but I think that is the mitigating circumstances behind it. Um, I think a lot of pieces have had to fall into an awkward place for this to be leeches injured. let's just go Mo. I'm not sure how I feel about the vibey test text message to be just ashes, what you what you're thinking. Um but it's Either, it's like difficult.
1: Even with that, I think if Stokes isn't fit, then mm. the answer is you don't play regardless of if you're captain or not. Yeah. I think as much as that is a plausible and believable like hypothesis i think it's still conjecture conjecture we don't of course, know. It is.
0: of course it is
1: we can't say for sure that that's the thing whereas we can't yeah. for sure that they've called a retired player to play for them ahead of yeah. actual yeah. players playing county championship yeah. stuff so it, it just like feels a bit wrong to me and yeah. like who is it on that we're not producing it's not the well. Yeah. Like even Graham Swan and Abdul Rashid are basically anomalies in English cricket. Sure. There's never been a good, like, line of spinners coming out of English yeah. game. That's yeah. all on the ECC and how counties like develop their spinners. Yeah. Like I, maybe Amar verdi was never going to be a proper spinner, yeah. but, like. Surrey loaned him out to Somerset last year because they weren't playing him, and he's just playing in the seconds at the minute. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. How can a spinner develop to be a better player if you're just playing them in the reserves? Mm-hmm. How can a spinner be tested as a test match player if you're not going to even consider them for it?
0: Yeah,
1: Like Parkey came in New Zealand last year, wasn't it, when Leach? Yeah. Uh, yeah. was it concussion or something
0: concussion substitute yeah, yeah.
1: and he did alright yeah. he wasn't like burning the lo- world of light or anything but he no. did a solid job but for some reason like he must have punched Baz or Stokes in the cock or something because he's just not getting a
0: he's just completely bucket. fallen away I just can't. I don't understand what's happening with Barkey at all Um,
1: like if you want a solid sort of dependable pick rather than rushing or risking denting Ryan's confidence and future potential. Parky would have been a solid choice, but
0: Actually, apparently
1: yeah. he's got some people's nudes or something. I
0: imagine <laughs> so. I'm I am a bit surprised they didn't go Will Jack's. Um considering he was the first choice second spinner in Pakistan. Um obviously Ryan got five for in the last game, which is great. Uh, but they did play jacks at that kind of mo number eight role in pakistan and he got six for on debut Um, was about 650 but he did get wickets on a you know dead track um i think if he had had a better start the season i think he might have had more of a chance um but i don't i don't ever think that people like parkinson dawson best wherever in the frame um I think it was only ever between Jackson and Ahmed if they didn't go Mo. Um, I I can understand you wanting the experience of Mo, but you are also picking someone very different from Leach. Um, I think, like, yeah,
1: Mo, in his press conference, even yeah. said that, didn't he? he, he yeah, 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 Like, I liked his conference today, or whenever he did it. Like, he was saying, "No, I can't hold up," and then yeah. that's not what I'm yeah. here for. The pressure from Mo comes from threatening. Wicked taking but, balls, yeah. Like his consistency with best and Ball mm-hmm. is wanting. And I love Mo. Yeah. But he's...
0: Big fans of Mo. And I've not got I'm not got I'm nothing against Mo saying yes to this because he's been asked, Do you want to play? He's like, Yeah, all right. That's fine. It's his decision. It's the decision making to ask Mo, I guess, it, is it, the
1: It's not on Mo, is it? Like No. It would have been like not big of it, but it would have like, if he had said no, I'd have respected that. Oh, so it's not that I don't respect him to say no, that. sure. Yeah, like, his decision is not the controversial thing. It's the decision of the this selectors is, of, the of the Stoke. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not one. I mean, I, I guess yeah. the other factor is as well, there's a lot of left handers in that team. So you've got Warner, you've got Kawaji, you've got Head, you've got Airy, um, potentially Mitchell Stark. Um, a lot of left-handers off as is good. Is Jack's going to offer you more wicket-taking deliveries than Mo? Probably not. Um, but then, you know, if you're planning into this, you're going ahead with Bleach, who well, it's okay to left-handers, but not necessarily set the world. Like, it's just a bit. I understand this is the kind of vibe check, and I really want Mo to do well. I'd love to see Mo do well. It kind of feels like if he can have these last five games, and then he can just kind of bow out as a kind of like this is that and that can be a nice because you know his end against india where we saw his last game just felt very flat with the kind of like player that mo is um if he can go out with a you know real solid performance in the ashes i'll be very happy for mo um and i'd hope that next time around they can really put some time and effort into developing red ball spinners and in, in in cricket i feel like this is very much like putting a plaster over something very quickly what can we fix Mo. Um if Adil Rashid had been fit, I'd probably think Adil Rashid would be in. Um but you know, his shoulder's not gonna last five tests, so they go Mo. It's just a bit weird vibe mm-hmm. rather than good vibes.
1: Yeah. I mean like um, to go back to like saying Mo might come into that Stokes role if Stokes is missing yeah. completely, then why not Livingston as well? That's like, also a point. Yeah. Like he's the similar sort of person who would jump into the ball vibes. Yeah, batting wise,
0: also doesn't play red Bull cricket, so that fits the criteria.
1: Exactly. What like Mo's <laughs> not played red Bull for two years or something. It's...
0: Yeah, yeah. It 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 asks a lot more difficult questions and answers. I mean, on the form of the spinners that are available, I completely understand not picking them because they're not. So if if one of them had been like averaging fifteen and and ripped the world apart, I think you know it'd be much more easy to say we'll pick them. Um, But I think following this, it it seems to be a recurring conversation, but it needs looking at how you can really produce good quality spinners. Hopefully, Rahan is the answer. But he's a young kid at the end of the day. He's doing good vibes, but it's it's still going to take a lot of work. He's only 19. Um, We'll see what happens. But Mo is back. Mo will play.
1: Another counterpoint. England have played four seamers before
0: yeah I think Mo- Stokes wants to spinny though i no, mean yeah, I
1: would want a spinner as well, but I'm just saying yeah. as another option yeah. even considered before those, which just like like w y d uh
0: you <are>. up <laughs> yeah pretty much it's literally that um, Me- space yeah oh goodness but yeah we'll 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 see. I only wish best for Mo, and I just hope that the powers that be look at this and be like, "How can we avoid this again in future?" Because it needs looking at. Um, if Jax is the answer, as well as Ahmed, put time into developing their game and not just have Jax as a bits and pieces spinner. Really put the effort into developing. Maybe do like spin camps or whatever, where they can go to India or Pakistan, learn their trade more. They used to do that, I think. Used used to. I may be imagining that, but I'm pretty sure they used to have a specific kind of tours or camps for young spinners and learn their trade i think that would be so beneficial but we'll see they'll just learn on franchise cricket i guess yeah they um, make
1: pitches in the country where they're playing a bit more practice yeah. spinners rather than seem seem, seem.
0: just produce a rag turner like but they won't because the grounds of the county championship are in their right to produce many the pitches they want they don't have to bow down to the rules of but i still think just produce a r- old like Chennai pitch in the Oval in September, why not? But, oh well. Um, so, saying all that, Mo will play on Friday, so I imagine England's team will go thus. <laughs> uh, Duckett, Crawley, Pope, Root, uh, Brooke, Stokes, Bairstow, Mo, and then you have the bowlers. Jimmy
1: um Ford, if Jimmy is fit.
0: Jimmy, if Fitzfit fit, Robinson is fit, and then do you go Broad or Wood? Do you want to go the extra pace for I that think... first game? Or Broad for Warner Factor? Broad will play during at some point in the series. I get the feeling he's not going to play the first test. He'll probably play the second. And I feel like they want, especially with how Head played Shir- Siraj pace in the first game, they'll be like, oh, he might be able to cause a bit of, bit of issue, a bit of aggro, but don't Know what, what would you personally want to go with?
1: I probably would have gone wood, broad, anderson, mm-hmm. but I can see that being the second test. Yeah, minor. I mean, they've got a lot of steam bowlers in the 16 man squad, yeah. Like, you've got don't... wokes got, and pots as well, yeah. Tongue,
0: tongue, I... <laughs> he got five from the last game. What have you forgotten? Tongue, um, yeah, I think. It's it's also a lot because like Robinson and Anderson didn't play that Ireland test, especially to play this first test. Mm-hmm. Um, Robinson has been the pick bowler in all county cricket this season. He's been phenomenal. Um, I guess the only question mark would be they both were injured about a month ago or less than a month ago. So is it a big risk to go into those that first game with two potential maybe injury cards? Probably fully fit, but is it a risk? Wood has obviously had a history of injuries. Do you want to risk him straight away? But do you want to like hit the ground running, win that first game, and then take it from there? Um I think they would want that extra pace. That's why they obviously brought tongue in for the Ireland game, otherwise they would have just played wokes. Um so I reckon would I rec- I think it will be Anderson Robinson Wood with Mo and Stokes. Yeah. Which is not bad. I don't think any yeah. attacker could be like rubbish. <laughs> um and then Broad will co- probably come in for the second game, maybe for um, would because it's probably less likely it can be paced on at, at Um but yeah I'm, yeah I'm happy with that I'd say
1: yeah Like the only thing I would say is would you want two players coming back from injury around the same sort of time coming back uh, as long, in that same sort of game
0: as long as they're fully fit I guess I don't, as long as they've oh, been definitely cleared I mean, but
1: with Stokes apparently being fully fit doesn't <laughs> matter no <laughs> so... probably not um Like, I think Tongue versus Wood, you would pick Wood primarily, but, like, I don't think picking Tongue after his game against Ireland, however pointless (laughs) the game was... Yeah. Like, he offers a similar sort of thing to Wood.
0: Yeah, and I I also don't think that waiting another week is going to make a difference for someone like a Wood or an Anderson, like... It's they're not. It's not that like they're playing cricket to get match form. Mm-hmm. They're they're all going to have to come in with this without any kind of recent ish match form. Like Woods not played any first class cricket this season since he come back from the IPL for the birth of his kid. Um, Robertson's also been injured. At the end of the day, you know, Bairstow didn't bat against Ireland. He's just going to come in. Mm-hmm. It's just that's. Just, I think that's just just the way cricket works now. They're just going to play, and that's going to be it. Um, and I think they all trust their abilities well enough. Um, you know Mo hasn't played Red Bull cricket in two years so it's it's just yeah it's just going to be how they're feeling um and how they're vibing which is just this team but I think I'm I think I'm happy with that side even with Mo in because I think even with Mo if you're talking if you're potentially hypothetically taking Mo at his best which is 2015-2017 him at eight slots in as someone who can counter in this team um Bolgood, we can take deliveries, which he did in the 2021 series against India. He is a good logistical fit in this kind of basketball side. Just the reasons behind it are obviously awkward, but we've already gone through that. Um, I also I think, think strong.
1: I've got a hunch Festo's going to bat ahead of Stokes as well.
0: Yeah, if Stokes is on the loo. A...
1: No, I think just in general. I think that yeah. could turn up to be complete shite, but it's just a hunch. I God. mean,
0: it's hypothetical because we didn't see what happened in... um. The mm-hmm. island game, so didn't bat either of them. So, potentially, um, it might depend upon how long they've been in the field with best keeping, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say this batting order is I've said we've said this word a lot, it is stacked. <laughs> uh, they bat down to you know, they bat down to eight with Mo, and you know, that all of them are going to be going at it. There's not one player who's going to be just see it out till tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting on the kind of fast, flat pitches they're wanting to produce. There is kind of no respite. Um, even Wood is a decent bat. Um, Brawl, the Nighthawk when he plays is obviously important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think the bowling is strong. So, I mean, going back to our very earlier question, does it does the World Test Championship change how I view the Ashes is going to go? Probably not for me. I would think England still have an edge. Just, I don't think... What has happened in the game before is going to phase how they're going to play or their confidence or their momentum. Um, whether it'll be five nil, <laughs> yeah. um, I think there will not be a draw in this series, um, unless rain, but I'm not counting that. And I would say England would win at the very least, uh, I think it's three or four.
1: Okay, so. I think Australia are picking up at least one win.
0: So there'll be a collapse somewhere where England get skilled mm-hmm. out for 110. And then everyone, everyone in this dog will be saying, oh, basketball doesn't work. Oh, what are you doing? This is too reckless. This is rubbish. And then next game, they'll score 500 or 50 overs. And they'll be like, oh, OK. I
1: mean, next thing um, that will happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They'll win the same game. Yeah. Um, I mean, lest we forget, they're all out for 67 at Headingley in 2019 and then frigging won there. So it's um, there will be a collapse somewhere. There'll be the same old boring media chat being like, oh, that's not very good, is it? Or oh, can't do it against Australia. And then they will do it against Australia. So I think it'll be good. I don't, I can't see there being a close game. I don't know if that makes sense. I just think like, you know, whichever team wins will just smash it. And then the next team will do a similar thing. I just think the England team will just take the game away from an opposition or Australia bowl too well for another team not to get back into it. I just can't see it being a... I think the sides are too different for me for there to be a close contest. But I hope there is. I might be wrong. Each game might be winning by one wicket or two runs. But um, I think whichever team wins the game will win it comprehensively, is my opinion.
1: It's weird because, like we said before, I think the main sort of 11 are very... Similar, in like yeah, I think play. they are,
0: yeah.
1: I know. Oh, I very think, different ways of playing. I yeah, I think the series as a whole is going to be closer. Yeah, don't we think?
0: Competitively, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh I think England will still take it, but I think it's three-one at best.
0: Okay, we'll we'll lock in those oaks. I'm going to say I'm going to go four-one then. I'm going to be right out there. Not I'm not teetering on the edge of five-nil. I would love to see it one day. I'm going to teach from Mm -hmm. (laughs) 4-1 and I can't wait to see us lose 4-1 instead, the opposite way around Um, but yeah, I think it'll be good competitive series good vibes, it's probably the best one best Ashes series in a long time in terms of prospects as I can remember it feels Um, the most
1: even as well
0: yeah, yeah Um, and England as as all their selections are, are quite a settled team whether you like Zach Crawley or not I mean, not including Mo coming back but their team has been quite set up for a long time of What, who they want to play and the you know brand they want to play. It's not like bringing in a Jason Roy to open for the Ashes um, who would do that. Um, but yeah, excited. And we will review the first test probably next week when it finishes, I imagine, unless it goes on for a timeless test. Um, but yeah, and then second test will be at day three. Day four? Day three, I think.
1: I don't know.
0: We'll fi- you'll find out.
1: <laughs> we'll be there on the Friday. We'll be there on
0: the Ashes day, which I think is day three. We'll, we'll be there at some point. Um. We'll be we'll, there.
1: We'll be there. We <laughs> we'll, know be there.
0: we'll be at the gates, even if you've got tickets for the day. Um. But yeah, that's our Ashes chat. Um. We'll quickly finish off. I think you said you had a very quick, just not quick. Actually, very quick, Crick. Quick correct <laughs> um, this has just dropped. I think today. just going to get your quick honest reactions. It might mean nothing okay. might lead to nothing um the i c c are considering two major steps to manage t twenty franchise leagues. First step is to limit four overseas players from test nations in each eleven, and all t twenty leagues are required to give national boards ten percent of the fee they pay each player and that's being reported by the Telegraph. Quick opinions, quick news. What do you think? Is that going to stop franchise cricket destroying Test cricket?
1: I mean, four Test match players per team is still a lot, isn't it? That yeah. I do, wouldn't. If I didn't know any better, which I don't, I would have thought it would be like three overseas players. Yeah. Anyway,
0: that's, that's, that's also including kind of associate teams as well. Uh, not including, so that's not including associate nations. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It,
1: I don't think that does much. What are you, how can they
0: stop the IPL playing yeah. next week? If it was four test match contracted players per squad I'd be like okay fair enough that's quite a big step but yeah I don't think it's going to make too much difference at this stage um, Right that was a quick bit of quick news because that literally just popped up so that's that's Jamie's honest reactions um, Stokes is also out there having a bowl um, today I'm just seeing that live at Edgerton he's having a little bowl trundling in bowling in good length yep Nice, he's yeah. bowling. I'm, um, I'm
1: glad he's got no fitness concerns at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, the first one they posted there is him doing about five strides and then he's actually building up. Um, right, just not Crick.
1: Yeah. So I was struggling with this one because sure. Reddit is having a bit of a blackout because of like third party app disputes. Reddit is sort of forcing them to pay for the API. Which they use to like host the thing, which is which the third party apps are saying we'll close them down. So oh. I've not been able to check Reddit for oh, saying Like a proper not crick. Yeah. Because a lot of communities are protesting that. Yeah. So I've just been like searching whatever news I can find. And I've got like five sort of mad headlines.
0: Okay. So headline news. Okay. Right. Yeah.
1: Cool. First one's not particularly mad or Anything, I just think it's funny because Todd Bowley's buying something else. Dick Clark Productions, Todd Bowley's Eldridge acquire Golden Globe Awards as Hollywood Foreign Press Association shutters. Not not particularly interesting, I just think it's funny that Todd Bowley's buying something else.
0: He just has a lot of money. I mean, if you've yeah. got, got money to spend, spend it. Good exactly. guy. Good, good, good Chelsea person as well.
1: Exactly. Uh, next up Conor <laughs> McGregor Punch leaves Miami Heat mascot needing hospital treatment. I don't think you need any more context for that.
0: No, that's how that's all the story. Like, great, poor mascot.
1: Yeah, it's a bit funny, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, crocodile found to have made herself pregnant in first known virgin birth. Oh. The weird thing is, apparently this happened in 2018.
0: Oh, um, no is, one's covering it.
1: I mean, I don't know why that was like one of the first pieces of news yeah. found in 2020. That's a of headline. Whatever. Yeah. Um, potentially oh. the... Maddest thing that okay. I found. So Joseph Fiennes, who was in Handmaid's Tale and yeah. Flash Forward. Uh Joseph Fiennes says playing Michael Jackson was the wrong decision and a bad mistake. I asked oh. the broadcaster to pull it. If you're not sure, Joseph Fines no. is a white dude. Oh, okay. And he was playing cool. Michael Jackson Brilliant after plastic surgery. It it's nightmare fuel. It is
0: yeah maybe it's
1: not a good idea no it was weird i would urge everyone to go find the trailer for urban myths with joseph finds in oh, it oh
0: god it's awful
1: yep, yep. it's i mean <laughs> it's just a...
0: honestly a nonsense okay christ i will look it up yeah i think you should badly but yeah. yeah okay
1: and like the last one is not as mad but Send me to Barbie Land immediately. The Barbie movie is a welcome self for our weary bimbo souls. <laughs> which led me on a little rabbit hole to look up what they meant by weary bimbo souls. Yeah. Apparently, bimbo is a term that is being used as like a hyper-feminine and queer like, term of empowerment now. Oh. Which okay, I'm glad I learned about. But, now we've
0: learned, we've learned a word.
1: But, you know... Uh, if you don't know that, that's kind of a weird <laughs> tagline to have.
0: Um, are you going to watch Barbie?
1: I mean, after learning about the <laughs> new like definition of a bimbo, I'm yeah. more interested.
0: Yeah, it does actually look quite good. Um, cool. <laughs> so Barbie chat <laughs> done, um, and that's the look ahead to the ashes. <laughs> uh, cool. I mean, I've, I've, I've. I enjoyed the little headline chat. I think if you can find some fun headlines each week, that'd be fun. Um Uh any other cricket stuff going on? I don't think there is. Any 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 other cricket thing from you to sign off?
1: Uh I hope there's a better meme than like a bloke waking up.
0: (laughs) It's a good meme though. It's a good meme. Uh No, I mean, I've not got much else. Um, it is Ash's time. Next time we speak will be when England have either won or lost the first test. Um, good vibes. Mo is back. Everybody's happy, especially Jamie. Um, where can you find us? At
1: just not crit pod, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube.
0: All the places. Spy,
1: Apple thing. Apple podcast. Yay.
0: Give um, us a listen. Give us a little listen. Enjoy it.
1: Don't just like the things on Twitter and TikTok. Actually, listen to the
0: podcast. yeah. Our social I mean, media managers rubbish. So if
1: you're not listening right now, then it's not going to do anything, is it? Like oh, yeah. not, you're not going to listen again. You're just going to go to the Twitter and Instagram and like the posts, aren't you? If you're uh... so,
0: thanks for listening if you have,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we'll see you next time, Momo
1: like the social media, please.